Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Welcome to today's episode of Reverbs Wisdom Nuggets for Everyday Life. I am Lionel and I'm very happy you've joined us today. Today is July 15, so we'll be looking at the 15th chapter of the book of Proverbs. For those who are new here, what we do here, we are going through the book of Proverbs one chapter a day, two or three verses per day per chapter. The book of Proverbs is the wisdom book in the Bible. It has 31 chapters. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. We'll be looking at verses 12 and verse 30. Are you ready? I read verse 12. Mockers hate to be corrected, so they stay away from the wise. Verse 30. A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. Wow. Okay, now this verse speaks to me a lot. Why? That's because when the Bible speaks about the verse 12 saying mockers hate to be corrected so they stay away from the rice i remember this thing that happened to me many years ago i've recounted this example a lot in my previous podcast but i like using it a lot because it's it gives a really good point about me about humanity basically because i believe we all don't like being corrected before we learn to understand that it's necessary in life to be corrected you know so i was very young and i had no idea about um being corrected i was just i was just a young child you know so i just i lied you know and i i you know the thing is sometimes when you're in a situation to get yourself out of that situation you lie yourself you you lie you find a way to get out and you lie usually lies tell usually a good way out of a situation when there's no other way out so i lied and at the time my parents had no idea that that was a lie so I believe there was a verse in the Bible, still in the book of Proverbs, that says that when someone says something, it always seems to be the truth until someone else comes and says something else. And that happened to me. <laughs> that day was a particular day for me. Okay, so there was, okay, so it's a classic picture of meat in the pot. And by nature, I love meat. I really, really do love meat. So my parents had gone, had they gone out, I believe they were in the parlor. And I slipped my way into the kitchen, went into the soup pot and took a piece of meat and ate it. It was so good, man. It was so good. But now, <laughs> I think my mom had counted the piece of meat. I believe she had because she came and when she wanted to go and check like the, the content of the pot, maybe a bit, I believe she wanted to serve my dad or something. She realized that the amount, the number of pieces of meat were not equal to the number she had left. So she came out and said, who ate the meat in the pot? Everybody said, not me, not me, not me, not me. And I joined the song saying, not me. Okay, now, she called all of us out and then the question was, now, okay, who did we see go into the kitchen? All of my brothers and sisters were seen watching TV. I was the only one who was not seen in front of TV at a particular time. And then they came and asked me again, did you take the meat? Yes or no? I said no. But of course, in such a situation, you have no choice. You are the only one who, could, who, who, can have, who, who possibly could have taken the meat. So they realized it was me. And I was corrected. I was beaten. And I was, I was caned. I was given some few lashes of the cane on the back. And I stood corrected. 
And do you think I ever wanted to go again and take meat in the pot? Of course I wanted to because I love meat. But I didn't want to go through the pain of having some few uh, strikes at the back with the cane again. I didn't like the pain I went through, so I didn't go to that. So I was corrected. So because of that, it made me run away from the pot. Of course, this is a good example. But the point here is that usually when we find that we have somebody, a friend of ours, who always corrects us, who will not quickly go to that person, will not quickly go to that person or get close to that person or hang around that person because we realize that we are always being corrected even if it's just the person correcting us, even if, even if it's just maybe our language or or the way we speak or the way we talk, we will still not want to be close to that person because we don't like being corrected. So when the Bible speaks here about mockers hate to be corrected, it's a, it's a truth. It's not a good thing, but it's just stating the fact. The fact is mockers don't like being corrected and i believe that we are all okay maybe not all of us but i believe that i for example i am a mocker in a particular area because sometimes when i am corrected i don't like it i don't like the feeling you know it's like i just it's like the inside of me fights back up it's like my inside my like the flesh fights it but the real me which the spirit realizes that it's true but like they say the truth wounds but blood doesn't come out. But the fact is, the truth wounds. It hurts, you know. But it's, we're supposed to learn from that because the fact is, nobody knows everything, but somebody knows something. So the point that that person is telling that thing to is because he realizes that that thing you are doing, for now it may be okay, but in the next years, is going to cause some problems which you will not like to be in. So the point the verse is trying to say is that mockers hate to be corrected. If you realize that you don't like to be corrected, chances are, you have some properties of being a mocker because those who hate to be corrected stay away from the wise i've done that like i said i've done that lots of time but now i am in a position where i'm thinking oh god help me help me connect me to people that can correct me and help me to realize the correction and to learn to be corrected because naturally speaking nobody likes being corrected but like the bible says wisdom is the principal thing and wisdom is realizing your mistakes it is application of knowledge, knowledge from what being told that what you did was wrong and they applying it, then that's wisdom. Wow. So if you want to be a successful person, don't be away from people that correct you. Run towards people that correct you because they're correcting you so that tomorrow can be a brighter day. Wow. Verse 30 says, a cheerful look brings joy to the heart. I love this. Good news makes for good health. You know, I am a happy kind of a guy, so this really made me happy. Why? Because I realized that some I have a friend of mine, he told me that Leonel, I always see you, you are always smiling. Why don't I ever see you sad? <laughs> and the thing is, at the time when he told me that the reality is, um, I read this verse many years ago, maybe in 2017 or something, where the Bible says, I believe it's Philippians 4, 4, it says, Rejoice always again, I say, rejoice. That is God speaking through the, the Holy Ghost speaking through Apostle Paul. He says, Rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. When I read that those years ago, it struck me because he said, In everything, no matter what, rejoice, smile, happy, just be happy about, just thank God about it. All is well, no matter what. You know, so that made me that right now I'm a kind of person you will hardly see me angry. Of course, sometimes I can't be angry. I am a human being, of course. But I just try to fight it. I just try to resist it. Why? Because 
Like the Bible says, a cheerful look brings joy to the heart. So because I always have this kind of smiley face, it brings joy to my heart. But someone will be like, but always smiling that way. Does it mean that you're refusing what you're going through? No, I'm, even if I'm in, a, I'm in a tough patch, I'm in a rough patch of my life, I don't refuse that I am in a rough patch, but I deny its permission to remain, you know. Nobody is we're supposed to life is we're going to go through ups and downs. That's life. But the point is, do you let it do you accept it to remain? That's the point. I don't deny what I am in, but I deny its permission, I deny its right to remain there. There's a time for everything, there's a time to be sad, there's a time to be happy. You know, I realize that. But I don't I don't let the sadness pull me down because Jesus, the Holy Ghost, spoke through Apostle Paul, is an order to you and I. He said, Rejoice always. You know, I said rejoice only when things are good. No, always. And again, I say rejoice. Why? Because he knows that by rejoicing, you have a cheerful look. And that cheerful look, like verse 30 says, it will bring a joy to the to your heart. And by being a joy, and by being joyful, you know, energy, joy transmits, smile transmits. Happiness is, is, is like a sickness. So when you're happy, everybody will be happy. People around you will be happy. In your home, you'll be happy. When you are sad, for example, you're a mom, if you are sad, your son will be sad. Your husband will get the energy from you and he'll be sad. Your daughter will be sad. That's why God says, rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice because by being by rejoicing, you are cheerful. By being cheerful, you have joy to your heart. And by being by having that joy and smiling and having that energy around you, you bring joy to the people also around you. Like the second verse of the past says, it says, good news makes for good health. Now, in this case, you're just trying to say, that, okay, basically, when you, when you have a good news, you have good health. So we all have good news. But look at it this way. Good news can be the fact that you're smiling. Your smile can be a good news to somebody else. Just smiling can be good news to someone else. You don't know. Just go to the office tomorrow or this morning or next time you go to the office or when you're waking up from bed where you see your family. Don't be sad. Smile. 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 Rejoice always. By rejoicing, you are bringing good health. You are giving a good news. Good news makes for good health. That good news can be just your smiling. That good news can be just your laughter. Just your laughter can be the good news that your neighbor needs to hear, that your son needs to hear, that your husband needs to hear, that your wife needs to hear, that your brother, your sister, your cousin, your niece needs to hear. All they need is just your smile, just your laughter, and you are bringing them good news. And that brings joy to the heart, the Bible says. Rejoice always. Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4, 4, again, I say rejoice, for that brings joy to the heart, good news, and that brings good health overall. Wow, I do believe these nuggets are a blessing to you. I do believe they really are blessing you more and more every day. Have an amazing rest of your day. Remember, God loves you. It is for you. He died on the cross, on the cross of Calvary. Jesus is coming back very soon. Are you ready for his return? Remember, all is well with you and your house. You are blessed in the city. Bless in the field, bless going in and bless going out. Stay blessed and bye-bye.